2: EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code TAM
0: Yep, guy. It. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get twenty dollars off your first purchase, over fifty dollars, free delivery.
2: Antonio Brown. I can't get enough of him. Honestly, I could get a whole show that's just A B. And, and with his children. Um
0: Isn't there something pure about a four year old just not quite knowing what's going on? Yeah. Like, where, yeah, like where's Roethlisberger Is that what you mean? <laughs> That you can't make that up. Even Antonio laughed. That that was by far the highlight of the episode for me. Because <laughs> I do think it's very pure and genuine. The kid's legitimately asking, yeah. where is Roethlisberger? Right. He's How many times has that kid here just heard that name? Right. Well, the, he's been nice to him. He's probably said hi to him. He probably loves him. <laughs> you know, probably threw him the ball. D- is deep down like Antonio. And people are tweeting to this like, is he going to miss him? But, you know. Yeah. I, the Derek, really really quick before we get to Antonio. Uh. The Derek lubing up the arms a little much. Like, come on, bro. Come on. It's, uh, it's sunscreen, John. He's a father.
2: Come on. Um, so there was the report Wednesday morning. I guess rap sheet said it's, it's frostbite from the cryogenic uh, tank or whatever. Which somebody told me that Tuesday that there had been one reporter that had received a text from Gruden that said it's frostbite a few days did ago. Antonio,
0: did Antonio come with a Donner party over <laughs> to the
2: training camp? And uh, and, the, and then said he was joking. That's not... But, uh, yeah, I don't... That's what I thought. It's like, what the hell was he doing? But apparently, it could be a cryogenic theater, uh, uh, tank thing. I can see how if you're the Raiders, you're mad at him. Like, to me, they, they have the right to be mad at him. When you see the video of this guy doesn't stop. Like, dude, you have to stop running routes that hurt... Stop running. It hurts your feet. I'm watching it hurt your feet. And they don't stop practicing. Training. Like he's got to stop. You have to stop. Stop
0: running around, dude. I, I completely agree, but I think it's really hard for him because he kind of hangs his hat on just always grinding. Ride the bike. Yeah, I think he doesn't want to swim. I agree. You have to, but my takeaway was when they they kind of. I'm with you. I you could just give me if you told me the entire next three episodes are game action, like any good football action. I'm in football. You know, highlights and montages. I, I'm good. Antonio Brown and Gruden, I'm fucking good. I can't I just want Antonio kind of being naive to shit and just shaking his head, pretending he understands stories that he clearly has no clue what's going on. I don't think people underestim or quite can grasp how probably just out of the vernacular the Raiders are for Antonio Brown these last like six years of his career becoming a superstar. Like he just you think they they don't come up in the Steelers building? You know, he's playing in the biggest games going. Their team's winning like three games a year. Like, I, I, I don't think Raider fans understand how out of sight, out of mind, all these stories about their franchise, what they mean to that human. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Because in him, how many of those stories has he been hammered with for nine years with Pittsburgh, who they view themselves as much more of an equal, as a better than the Raiders? And they've been winning. Like, he's just. You're kind of getting this hired gun who kind of looks like he's moving from the penthouse, not to the outhouse, because to me, him, he got a raise, but it's a little different. Now, Napa's cool. I also think, guy, the takeaway for Antonio Brown is just the dude's in some pain. Like, you could tell. I I don't think he's faking it or anything. Mm -hmm. Because you could see him kind of, you know, he would, like, grimace, you know, when he was working before training camp. And I was like, damn, he is. It was hurting him. I think it was fucking with him. And then I think for he sure. laid off it for a couple days. He hot air ballooned. Then he went on an NFI and he didn't do anything for a couple days. And I think he thought he was fine, came to practice, eviscerated everybody. Who's Between 21, John? Just uh, Conley. Oh, yeah. He just destroyed people. Even the one play. He's like, I was rusty and the thing bounced. And he still almost caught it on the triple bounce. Like, hey, guys, when he does start ramping up and is able to practice again, he's catching that Well, ball. to me,
2: the move you don't ever, like, really see when you're watching a game was the one from behind Conley where he tries to jam him. And, like, before A.B.'s taken a step, he's done two jukes, and he just whiffs on the jam, and he just runs right by
0: him. And he's gone. He's a baller. <laughs> like, you won't ever hear Haber Middlecoff say a bad word to Antonio the player. Like, he's you, he's by far their best player. Right? I mean, do they even have anyone in his world? I mean, seriously, in his world. But Conley is, you'd argue, is their best young player. Yeah, I, there's no shame in getting <laughs> used and abused by A.B. But even the play that he almost had the double catch, he jumps. Antonio's not tall. You know, he's like 5'10 He leaps over the corner, arms over him, hits the thing up to himself. Like, just that play, you could watch, go to 50 training camp practices all year, and if you didn't go to Houston to watch Hopkins, as king of that move, and not see anything close to that play. Usually you see guys like jump, and then they fall in midair. That was just an incredible balance control in the air, focus. Well, that, they
2: need him. John, that's where I am frustrated as someone who is going to watch all the Raiders games. Like, There's no reason for him to be out there and jeopardize potentially how he feels during the season.
0: No. But I think he thought he was fine when he came back to practice, right? Clearly. But he clearly wasn't. No. So, I don't know uh, if they can't tell him to stop. I mean,
2: maybe they obviously have told him to stop. you got to get his trainer to when stop. Well, see,
0: that, the text I was getting from the NBA, or the NFL people feel like he's a little NBA player can kind of do whatever he wants. Because that's how he's always wanted to act in Pittsburgh. They don't really allow that. Soft Gruden is trying to be player-friendly, is kind of letting him do That guy, it is... Maybe I've been out of the league for a while, but I go to enough practices with the Niners to have a, have a player's personal trainer just midfield with the coach. That is not normal. That's not normal at all. That's very NBA-ish. That's not an NFL thing. I'll go,
2: I'll go deep, John. Deep conspiracy. What is wrong with his body that he needs to be in the cryogenic therapy tank so much that he got frostbite to begin with?
0: Well, a lot of people use the cryo thing What are we hiding? A lot. a lot of people use the cryo thing a lot. I don't know why are we going. Why is he why They, he they need. Himself? They need to. They, they need to get his feet right. I just know that they need to get his feet right. Yeah, but it's hard. You can tell Gruden like he's he, Gruden's worried about calling plays. Gruden wants to score points. Gruden needs him. Yeah, Gruden, about like Gruden wants him back. They need him on the team. He's been one of the more durable players of the last six years. He's missed four games, and one of them was because he threw a ball at Ben's face. I think he had a knee injury a couple years ago, but for the most part, he's been really healthy his entire career. So this is one; it's got to be driving him nuts. Two, when you're not injured a lot, you don't know how to recover from it because you usually rush back. Yeah, that's, that's what. Well, and feet, is. right? It's like if, if you're if you've got a hand they tell you just go twenty percent, whatever. I don't know. Feet, feet, ha- feet are awful because you can't do anything. I don't know what – he's a receiver. Like, the last time I checked, you need your feet. Put Have him run routes in a golf cart and just catch the passes? Did you see – somebody
2: tweet? I guess Michael Irvin said something like he never needed the jugs machine. He was at camp yesterday. When, at t- somebody's camp Tuesday. Did you see it? I watched it yesterday. He's with Juju. He said, I never need the jugs machine because I'm just a natural pass catcher. Then they put him on the jugs machine and he dropped the first ball. Is that accurate?
0: Well the, you had the, well, the first one, they didn't have it on, like, super high velocity. So, right at the end, kind of like a change-up, it just dropped off a little bit. Oh. So, I think right as it's going to get him, he had to adjust. And then he's like, keep it going. And then he's like, boom, boom. He's like, riding bike. Okay. But his he actually had an interesting point. He's like, you know what's weird about you younger guys? You spend so much time on the judge machine. I spent my extra time working on getting open. Like, I always just tried to perfect every route. Like, that – I. he's like, I – Catching balls was second nature to me, I felt. Gotcha. It was, when we did extra time, we would go ballless. It's a great point. Outs. I actually thought it was kind it of makes like, a lot of sense. That's one of the deepest things I've ever heard.
2: Yeah. Like, the because catching of the ball. Michael like, I'm Irvin. a receiver. Of course I'm going to catch it. That's not the... The, the See, catching he, he, isn't the problem. It's the getting... Because
0: Michael Irvin's one of the great high point, adjust balls in the air. He's... He, his point was, I'm, I'm not that fast. I'm not a blazer. I have to perfect the ability to get... And he's like, when I played... You could fucking jump on my shoulders and take the corner down the field. You know, yeah. it was harder. It was, it was actually very philosophical, yeah. like kind of football one-on-one of differences of 20, 30 years.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy... The tough labor you are a fighter medela is your reward medela the mark of a fighter Drink responsibly beer imported by Crownland port chicago illinois
2: this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines